The Courage to Grow is business. The Big Small Business Show made possible by MTN Business, a new world of business. And by Chartered Accountants of South Africa. Lead your industry with a responsible partner. Partner with the CASA today. Hello and welcome to the Big Small Business Show. On this show, we support entrepreneurs of, at every part of their journey, whether they have uh, just thought of that uh, idea in the shower this morning and want to know how to articulate that in some sort of uh, document, uh, or whether you are one of those businesses that's got three or four or 500 people and uh, are wanting to uh, go to the next level. Uh, this part of the show is our panel, and with me are our normal panelists, uh, Kumar and Pariyachi. We're going to start with you because oh. I want to end off with something much better. Uh, Kumar and Pariyachi, of course, is our finance guru and always very upset that I tend to tease him. How are you? Very well. Good, good. No retort, nothing? I'll sort you out in the car park. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, uh, one of my favorite gurus of all time <laughs> is uh, Mona Lisa, who is our marketing guru. Welcome, you're looking very bright and beautiful. Thank you. I see we both went short. On yes, yes, on the, yes, yes, yes. It's, it's been, been, a been a lot of time with it's you. It's been a while. If you, if you are watching the show, uh, you will notice that sometimes I have hair and sometimes I don't. Uh, it's driving my uh, producer mad, which is also part of the plot. Well, uh, our guest today in studio is no stranger to, to these studios. It's Sadi Said, founder of Sadi Said Karate Kickboxing and Fitness Center. Now, after operating in the same building for more than 50 years, Sadi made a decision to start all over in a new suburb. Apart from the fact that he is sort of starting from scratch at the age of 70, he also has to apply his mind to a succession plan. Let's have a look. Sali Saeed's Karate, Kickboxing and Fitness Center prides itself in providing its members with a total lifestyle package of exercise, self-defense, meditation and revitalization. After participating in the Big Small Business Show in 2012, the founder of the company, Sali Saeed, not only took the brave step of moving his business to a different location from Fordsburg to Linden, but also decided to let go of his gym facility, solely focusing on karate, kickboxing and yoga for women. Fordsburg was uh, you know, very, uh, a very good area. There was a lot of different, there were many different martial arts schools in my area, but slowly some of them closed down because I came in as a first-time, full-time teacher. Um, the gym was packed with members. The karate had hundreds of people coming in. Then slowly, slowly, it started to deteriorate and deteriorate. And um, the, the, the whole area changed. Congestion was a problem. You know, uh, here we don't have any sort of issues like that. Thankfully, because of our location, there's a lot of visibility from the street. So it, the, the place kind of markets itself to a large degree, and we're fortunate for that. Um, but in terms of what challenges we anticipate, I think we're going to have to wait and see what comes our way. I've been training with, training with Soke Sali for um, just over 30 years now. And I started at the age of 12. I come from a um, really rough neighborhood called Nuclear, close to here on the West Rand. 
and I was getting involved with some um, interesting shady people and characters and my aunt uh, recognized this and she brought me to Soke Solis Dojo to teach me some discipline and some and give me some other activities to do besides being in the streets. The business has been in operation for 50 years, making a turnover of over 1 million rand in the last financial year. With a decreasing membership of 180 students, the dojo seeks to attract a different clientele in the area with its highly trained staff of four. And then I was He told me how to teach actually, and, uh, to be every patient, and, uh, uh, not just to do this, to do it with love, you know, not just teach and go home. You know. So for me it's about love. You know. That's what I learned from so that when you teach, you did everything. Our name is very established in our community, in our, let's say, Muslim community, our Fordsburg, Crosby, Mayfair, Laneysia, even maybe to a certain uh, extent Durban and Cape Town. But we need to also re-establish ourselves and build a client base, like I said, in these western, northern suburbs, away from where we, we used to. With a new territory, Solly seeks to increase the number of students by attracting a new clientele in the London suburb, while also strengthening the relationship with his old, loyal members. Within the next, yeah, let's say between 6 to 12 months, we'd like to see um, a, a turnaround in the new area so the business can start to grow again and hopefully at some point uh, later on we would like to uh, look at purchasing a building, a, a, a house or something which we can uh, look at converting into um, a center for ourselves. Now before we uh, start I have to say that I'm very lucky to be alive because I said that Solly was 70 when indeed he is 65. He did sort me out uh, during that break, yeah, <laughs> and I do apologize, Sadi. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> welcome, Sadi. Welcome, Yusha. Um, today we're talking about um, the brave move, and, and I guess it's a necessary move from where you were to where you are now in Linden. Mm. Um, the challenges that, that, um, you know, that you face with that, the opportunities that come with that. But I think, I think the core of our discussion today is going to be the young man on your right, uh, your, your son, and I understand your daughter also yes, wanted to. My daughter was on that film there, the, the black. Uh, ah, okay, yeah. all right. She was in the, the, in the clip. Yeah. Oh, she was doing the yoga. Yes. And, and uh, how, after 50 years, do you hand over a business? <laughs> and, and what is he going through in terms of his aspirations and yes. you know which might be different to where you want to take it absolutely yeah. so let's let's actually start with the young man <laughs> yeah, let's start with you um, how do you feel about you know you come in there's there's a brand your dad's a, a legend um, in in where uh, he comes from it's a new place a new start how do you feel about uh, taking over something like this I mean obviously it's uh, it's big shoes to fill, straight off the bat. But I think um, I myself have been training from the age of three years old. So I got my black belt when I was nine. Um, so I've also been involved, firstly, in the martial arts side of things my whole, in my whole life. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe from the age of 18 or as I was maturing in high school, I got involved more in the administration side, you know, just picking up certain responsibilities at the reception and so on. But um, I think uh, moving forward, it's, it's important for people to understand that um, 
we've got so many senior members that have been with my father since before I was even born. Mm. And uh, these are firstly extremely loyal, dedicated members of the organization, but also karate, people who train in martial arts every single day. So it's a passion, you know, it, it comes down, before it's a business, it's a passion. It's something that you enjoy, something that you, you do for fitness purposes. <coughs> so you have no, no fears? Look, I believe that if anybody wants to, to, to train and, and do martial arts, they don't have to go to Japan like my father had to do. Mm. They can simply come now to, to London where we are based. So I don't have any fears going forward. I think we, we are well equipped. Um, I myself, uh, I believe I've got the skills as well. My father has passed on to me, groomed me all the years to, to assume the position. So hopefully things will work out. <laughs> We're going to have to take a break now. When we come back, uh, I'm going to ask the same question to Solly. Welcome back. Now our guest in studio today is Sari Said, founder of Sari Said's Karate Kickboxing and Fitness Center. This business offers karate, kickboxing and yoga classes to people of all ages. Now before the break we were discussing the, the handover, the generational handover from Sari to his son and just uh, asking his son uh, how he felt about taking over uh, a family business. But now I'm going to po pose the question to you. You've been 50 years in this. You're going to hand over to your two children, your son and your, your daughter. Maybe they'll mess it up. <laughs> Maybe they'll make it huge. That's the thing, Gail. yes. Well, look, uh, you know, the hope is, I mean, you know, we're hoping that it's going to grow and continue growing. And like you just said, there's a very strong upper echelon of senior people that are there to advise and to, you know, carry on. I personally, I'm physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually involved in my training and teaching on a daily basis. So it's not something I, I you know, I've passed on already that way. I still like to be on the floor and <coughs> passionately enjoy what I'm doing, you know what I mean? So uh, uh, if you remember the, the last interview that we spoke about, there was a concern about successorship. And I said to you, my children, I involved in sport in the whole, you know, in the whole athletic and sporting uh, um, uh, arena, plus the martial arts. They all, you know, highly qualified, but that they had their own passion. They had other things that they wanted to explore, which I gave them the space to do, and I wanted them to do because I didn't want them to. This was my passion. I wasn't going to force it onto my children. You know what I mean? But talking to them in the last few years, last three, four years, they started to find themselves um, enjoying the association with my organization and the organization. So wherever they were, whatever they were doing outside of, my, of the dojo, you know, exploring their own, um, um, let's say, um, horizons, they found that um, wherever they turn, people recognize them because they were my children. Mm. And that was a good thing. And then they, at some point, 
Yusha said to me about a year, a year three, four months ago, he said, hey, I want to come in. Yeah. I, he's been involved with, uh, you know, uh, soccer teams like um, Orlando Pirates and, you know, uh, doing the analysis and things for them and coaching the under-19. So he, he came with a good bit of experience working with a different, in a different discipline. Talking about coming in, I want uh, Kumaran to come in here. Yes. Yeah, I can hear his question burning in my heart. <laughs> <right. Yeah. laughs> Sonny, um, <coughs> so there's an intention for a handover. Right? Yes. Now, has it gone beyond that? Is there a structured plan like how a student would come in from white belt and there's a structured plan to get them to black? Yeah. Or is it just organic and let's see how... Well. The structure has been taking place since, like he says, from the age of three years. No, 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 taking over the business. Right now. So he's been learning the, the different um, sides of the business, you know, the business side, the teaching side, the administration side, and so forth. Um, now it is, <coughs> it, we are at the point where we want to look at him taking over. While I can do the things that I also need to do for example, I've been writing a book, and this book's been going on for nearly 10 years because I just don't get a chance to write. Now, it says, all it says, karate, kickboxing, and fitness center now. But for many, for 43 years, it was, all it says, karate, kickboxing, and gym. So I had a fully cooked gym, which you would see in, in, your, in your other um, uh, interview to, uh, with me. A fully cooked gym, one of the first and longest one-man-owned gym in the country which now yeah. I've given up because I wanted to move out of the area. Mm. The area itself, Fordsburg has changed dem demograf mm. demographically. We're going to have to circle back to that question because yeah. I don't feel you've answered me properly, but, but Manalisa, yeah. Yeah, I just, um, I mean, from Yusha, I just want to understand because I think the, uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the legacy that your father has built and I think you have an appreciation of that. But, you know, obviously having moved into a new area and now trying to increase the membership, what have you, in your kind of generational thinking, started to recognize are the opportunities that you need to incorporate that may have been different from how the business was run uh, previously? Because I think that's what we need to also focus on, the opportunities that exist with where you are. 100%. I think... Um Firstly, what my father mentioned about us owning the gym previously, which is a fully, fully equipped weightlifting room, we've done away with that. If mm. you look at modern trends or, you know, the, um, the global trends around the world, people are moving towards doing more functional type of training. Things like your, you know, pull-ups and calisthenics and power ropes. They're moving away from dumbbells and things like that. So that's a sort of program we are incorporating now, not to replace, but just sort of to evolve and take a step forward. A, in a business sense, um, but the, it's very, very important for us, and I believe that we must remain, um, we must remain true to our origin, which is authentic Japanese-style martial arts. Mm. So regardless of what avenues we take going forward, the legacy must remain. So people that are looking for traditional Japanese-style martial arts, they know where to go. doesn't matter who is... Is that sustainable in the suburb? I believe so. Um, <coughs> the other thing is... I think if you look around the world, there's a, there's a trend towards mixed martial arts and MMA and things like that. It's, it's growing a lot. So we also are looking to improve and grow our kickboxing program, which again, the foundation of that is still 
traditional, authentic Japanese-style martial arts. So regardless of what avenue we look to take going forward to grow the business or to expand in different programs or offer different uh, services, it will still stem down to what my father has spent his life learning and uh, you know trying to bring to South Africa. Hmm. All right, uh, it's time for us to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, try and put some sort of summary together for, for you in terms of a handover from um, one generation to the next. Welcome back. Now, our guests in the studio today are Sali and Yusha Saeed. Uh, Sali, of course, is founder of Sali Saeed's Karate Kickboxing and Fitness Center. The business offers karate, kickboxing, and yoga classes to people of all ages. Now, before the break, we were having a discussion really about how that transition will take place from one generation to the other. Are there any fears you know, from both sides? Uh, but now I think it's time for some summaries. Uh, we'll start with you, Kumar. I thought you were going to start with that. Yeah, I'm trying to put you off. No problem. <laughs> yeah, no, All, right. Sorry. All right. All uh, right. Sorry, you know, the question I'd asked you about is there a structured okay. handover plan? I, yeah. didn't, I wasn't comfortable that my question was answered. So my summary is going to be around that. Uh, I would uh, urge you to consider three, three things, three or four things. Let's say three. One is give some thought to a structure, just like how a student would go from yes. uh, white belt to black and there's a structured thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I would do that so that there's certainty and there's a timeline. Otherwise it's just, you know, it's a never-ending pregnancy that doesn't give birth. So, mm -hmm. so that's one, put your mind to a structure. Second is that there's an emotional psychological part and where, you know, he's not quite, he will be not quite sure if I got the reins, can I go, what, and you know, so that's why the structured plan gives you that certainty mm -hmm. and and perhaps to help on your side is that how you framed and looked at this business when you started it those many years ago you perhaps have to change the frame Definitely. now and the exit because if you're looking at it with the same lens mm. y it's no. a problem right Absolutely. you see that so that's the second thing the third thing I heard a lot about the product in the business you know the gym versus the fitness and the legacy uh, let's just call it the product aspect but you move to a new area, and, and maybe it wasn't the, the part of the session, but we didn't get to talk about the growth. Mm. And mm. how do you get more students? How do you expand this thing? Mm. How are you going to make this into your dream and empire? So I would sense that there's some skill sets that needs to be, you know, maybe a business course, a marketing course, something like that. So those would be the three things that I would urge you guys to focus on. Um, from my side, um, again, agreeing with Kumar, we didn't get to talk about what I think is one of the risks to, to a new location, decreasing membership. And that for me is going to need you to, I mean, you would have, I imagine, already studied the area, but you've got to understand the demographics. You were very clear why you needed to move from Foxburg. The Foxburg, the demographics have changed. Now you're in a new demographic. Um, I think there's an opportunity from but the perspective I'm, I, I'm not saying changing the formula of the business. It's embedded in a particular foundation and mm -hmm. discipline. But I think you need to think about 
you know, s certain things like times of classes? Do they suit certain people who are in that area? What do they understand about the discipline of martial arts? I think I understand it to be beyond physical. There's uh, other benefits that children in particular can benefit from the sport that they might not benefit, let's say, from extra English classes. I'm just making an mm. example. And you need to start to package that to speak to that community, to speak so that because you're part of a community and you're servicing a community, your loyal customers, I believe, wherever you are, will go. They are part of you and they are part of the success of the business. But now it's to transition mm. into this new community and how you serve it as you did for the 40 years that or so that you were at Forksburg. And I think in line with what uh, my colleague was saying, the business um, courses and marketing, you need to just have that in your mind so that you have a clear plan of where you want to take this business forward. That would be my advice. Mm. So fr from, from my point of view, I come from a family business. So I have some level of empathy around this more for him than for you, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, as I have children, and one day I think about whether I would want them in my business. Yes. I also think about it a lot. Um, it's a very very uh, uh, psychological thing, mm. and and I, I think uh, both my colleagues here have given very sound advice. The only <laughs> sort of nuance that I can add to it is the fact that you have to see this as if you're buying a franchise. Okay, from somebody who you really care about. Okay, and what what I mean by that is that there's a model that exists. There is a respect for that, but then it's not really a franchise because you also have the ability to change what doesn't work. Now, if Sonny goes over the last 50 years and goes to day one and and starts to record how the business evolved over that time. If he, if he puts his mind to it, and perhaps it's in the book, you'll see that it changed, it pivoted many, many times as fashions changed, as things happened. He, he adapted all the time. The same thing has to come with you. And the problem might be that you're so loyal to your father's mm. honor that you will not change it for the wrong reasons. Okay? Mm. So that's what you have to be aware of. Mm. As you're mm. handing it over, mm. you also have to let go of, you know, in 1950, <laughs> this is how it used to be. You have to let go yeah. of that, okay? Otherwise, sell it and then don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. But you're handing it over to, and you have to hand over the reins at some point. So my view is that you sit down together and try and get a common vision of where this goes. But Sully, you're going to have to let go of dominating that vision, Absolutely. allow him <laughs> to dominate the vision. Mm -hmm. The second thing is that you, there's compromise on both sides because you've got your, you, you, you're a respectful guy. I can see how respectful you are of your father and I think in general. But you, so, so there is, there's also a compromise in terms of listening to maybe some things that, that gray hair has, uh, <laughs> why that gray is there is, is valuable still to you and is still applicable to you today. The third is what are the agreed values? I think the most important thing that from your father handing over to you and your sister is that the values, his values will, will continue. Maybe the model will change, but what are the values that you imbue as a business? Those must continue. And then from you, Sully, there's two points, is which I think is what Kumar is saying. Mm. First is step away and give him air to breathe, mm. okay, but watch. And then finally, stay away. Okay. Really? And, okay. And, okay. <laughs> You've got, and that yeah. would be in a stage yes. thing. You would st step away and watch and see what's wrong, and, uh, you know, what mm -hmm. and then step back in where you need support. But at some point, yes. you stay away. 
because then you you will become you will take away his confidence and all his his authority, and you, you've got you've got um, that's going to be your issue in my mm. opinion. Okay, I think uh, I think we uh, he's nodding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for today. Please stay tuned to see what's coming up in the, our version of the show this week. Until next time, from all of us, it's goodbye. And, and remember, if you think it, write it down and make it a reality. If you need to retrench, just get some good advice, get some labor advice and go through it and you, and you need to become like a stone. Um, you can cry yourself to sleep at night or if you're like me, you spend the whole previous night awake and you just toss and turn and can't sleep. That's still after all these years and I've had to do this several times. Um, I, I could go to a corporate, um, explain who I am, what I do, um, and then I can start asking them open-ended questions. So how do you fit into this organization? Um, how does the decision-making process for my products work in a business like yours? What hoops would I need to jump through as a potential service provider for your company? Um, what are those things that, that um, I need to know if you were to procure from me? The Big Small Business Show is brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa. Transform the future of your business. Partner with the CASA today. And the courage to grow is business. MTN Business. A new world of business.